You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. But uh, it's getting late. It is. They're running out of time here, Larry. We didn't lose the game. We just ran out of time. Yeah, exactly. That's how it normally goes. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it normally goes. But uh, it's getting very physical. It's been a very physical game. Yes, it has been. Well, and it's New York, Miami. Have let them and let them go. It's New York, Miami. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. When New York plays Miami, you can throw away the whistles. <laughs> <laughs> let them play. Let them play. Oh, Gordon, I feel so bad for the Jet fans. I really. I, I almost felt like that today. Almost. I. It's harder for me. It's I know it is because you, especially and especially because you're playing. They're playing your team. Right. Today. Yeah. So I get that, but it's, but it's, I do see I do see a lot of similarities in the fan bases. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, the Dolphins have they've they've had their they've had their low moments. Trust me, there's a reason mm-hmm. why I have no faith in the organization. It's been beaten out of me over 40 years. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not someone who's who's gloating. Oh, the Dolphins are this this model franchise or anything like that. You know me, Larry. I'm I'm yeah. always a, a dose of reality. Yep. I, I'm still waiting for it to fall apart. <laughs> Well, your schedule gets a little tougher next couple of it weeks. It does, yep, yep. But the good thing is they don't beat they don't beat good teams, but they don't have that many good teams left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I would think the turnovers might concern you a little bit. Yeah, the the offense has not looked as sharp as it has. They lost Jalen Phillips today, another injury on that turf at MetLife, which talk about making and it's some new. changes. Yeah, and I just know. Did. <laughs> I know, but the, the the numbers don't lie. Ball don't lie is what they say, right? Yeah, ball don't lie. The numbers lie. don't lie. It's crazy. Just spend all that money changing that turf, and now it's still not right. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems like the Achilles. Oh, this this is the year of the Achilles between yeah. Rodgers and Jalen Phillips and Kirk Cousins and a couple mm. other ones. Yeah, been a rough year. Been a rough year. I mean, I saw the stat last week. What was there? Twelve rookie quarterbacks starting. This year, because of injury to the to the number ones, that's the thing, right? Like the Jets can blame it on we lost Aaron Rodgers four plays into the season, but there's all these teams that are playing backup quarterbacks, playing rookie quarterbacks, and yeah. none of them look as bad as that. No, none of them look even remotely as bad as that. Nope, they look bad. Oh, they look really was, bad. It was it was a rough watch. The the Jets were as depressing as Al Michaels sounded today, Larry. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. Whoo, man. I, I can't say I blame him today, but. Yeah, he didn't want to be there. No. He did not want to be there. We had a lot of walks down memory lane, though. Felt well, like... he well he might as well have read out of his book. He told us so many <laughs> stories from his book. Yeah. I was waiting for him to open the book well, up and read yeah, excerpts. Second half, it was not a lot. There was not a lot going on in the field. I can, great, I, I can understand that part. But, yeah, um, but, you know. I saw that Kim Jones, the great Kim Jones, yes. tweeted. This was her first time watching an Amazon vehicle. Mm-hmm one of the games, and she was asking, are the games always like this? <laughs> Which people respond, yeah, yeah, this is, this is what it's like. This is what it's like. Yeah, it was, it's a rough watch. It is. For it all is. the money, they spent, a hun- did they spend $100 million yeah, to get that game? $100 yeah. million. Dollars. Whew. That you know what, be, I'm very curious, and we'll get to the calls in a second. You know what I'm very curious about, Gordon? Mm-hmm. Next have taken the lead, by the way. You know what I'm really curious about? Will... The league rolled the dice on the Jets next season the way they did oh. this season. <laughs> I'm very curious. I, I don't Will think they so. roll the dice? 
Will they say, so. okay, come on, Rogers? It can't happen two years in a row. <laughs> Will they if roll it were going the dice? To happen to an organization two years in a row? Look, I thought they got a little, they got a little too giddy with both the Jets and the Giants. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They did. After what they've been through, the Giants at least had a good year last year and made the playoffs. So I could understand, you know, kind of going down that road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, for me. I would rather, if, if it were me making the schedules, and I get it, they do it on AI, and all this, as all the commercials mm-hmm. tell us what they do now with the schedule. And I know Dan spoke to a person that's involved in the schedule in the Jets pregame show today. But if it were me, I would rather roll the dice, because I could always, I would rather put them at 1 o'clock, because I could always flex them at night if I needed to. I could always, Later in the season, going, I could always flex them to 4 o'clock or flex them to Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Why would I give them, you know, why would I roll the dice? Well, like I, especially The problem is, is that there's so much parity and there's a lot of bad. There's a, the, I shouldn't say there's a lot of bad teams because not, there's not really a lot of bad teams. A lot of there's a lot of teams. mediocre teams. Yeah, there is. There is. No question about it. Jackson Manhattan. What's up, Jack? Uh-oh. All right. Bye, Jack. All right, Jack. See ya. Uh, Bobby's in Belmore. What's up, Bobby? The Jets will do that to you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, hey, Robbie. You know why Boyle going to play this this, this week? Because Rodgers wants him to. You know why Boyle didn't get a backup quarterback? Because he want, Rodgers wanted Boyle as his backup, his buddy. You know why Cobb is on the team and Lazard's yep. on the team? All these ex-Packers, they haven't won a thing in two years. I haven't won a playoff game. Lazard was dropping all these passes in Green Bay last year. Cobb's an old man. They got a terrible offensive lineman. They got an offensive coordinator who never coached. It was the floor's offense, all because of Aaron Rodgers. Okay, if you think this 40-year-old, you know, general manager, I hope, I hope Aaron Judge is a better general manager than this guy. But if you think <laughs> you think a 40-year-old quarterback coming back off an Achilles injury who uses his legs, is that like Dan Marino? When Marino came back, he, has, he just used his arm, obviously. So he's not going to be the same quarterback. So, I mean, this guy basically ruined the team. You know, with all his, you know, making him give all his power, just like Kevin Durant, and this is what happens. And Doug Douglas is to blame. Joe Douglas, any owner who's who's the buck stops with him, let this guy bring in his own guys that haven't won a goddamn thing in two years previous to that. So that's all you do. It's just a dysfunctional unit. It's dysfunctional. You don't have a backup quarterback because you're listening to a guy. Okay, to me, he hasn't won a Super Bowl in 13 years. He's he's a he's a he's a great listen. He's a legendary quarterback. Regular season, he's at 500 playoff uh, um, record in the playoffs. You're not, you know, it's not Tom Brady coming over here and bringing guys in from 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 Super Bowls. Okay, these guys were garbage were from garbage last year on the Packers. And uh, and it's Joe. Yeah, I get that, Bobby. I hear what you're saying, but 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 here's the situation. And thanks for the phone call. It's better than what you have. Yeah, and he was the and out of the available quarterbacks on the market. Rodgers was the best one. That's the problem. What were the, the other? What was the other option that was so clearly better? Now, I don't think anybody. I know you didn't, Larry. I know I didn't think that it was a foolproof plan. Right. Like, no. oh, there's no way that this can no, go no. wrong. No. But just no. because it's not a foolproof plan doesn't mean that you shouldn't go forward with it. And it wasn't that your. It, it was your best option. Yeah. Did it, did it have pitfalls? Absolutely. Have those pitfalls come up? Absolutely. Have some pitfalls that you couldn't have envisioned also come up along with the ones that you could? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
But yeah. let's not have revisionist history now. Oh, they should have just went and gotten Derek Carr, or they should have just did this, or they should have done. The Rodgers plan was the best plan at the time. It was. But there are other plans once Rodgers went down that, that could have salvaged on. some things here. Exactly. They didn't, they didn't follow that. Exactly. A thousand percent. I mean, Carr's hurt. Yeah, and he's not been that good. He wasn't he's that, not good, that good. We knew he wasn't that good. And Jimmy G is sitting on the bench. Yeah, yeah, right. He got benched Vegas. by the Raiders. Right, exactly. So, you know, those were the real two guys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I wanted him, but, you know, there was no way that it turns out that Baltimore was going to let him go. But, you know, I wanted Lamar Jackson while he was battling with his contract wow. and everything. You yeah. know, that obviously that's the, the obviously that would be the number one choice. But clearly, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't they, they knew they, they were going to sign down him. that road with the con- guaranteed contract and two yeah. number one picks. And, exactly. and even if they did give him that, the, they, the, the Ravens would still have the ability to match it. Gordon. Uh, Hartenstein had just an unbelievable block. Yes, I saw it. Yeah, oh. huge. Oh, huge block. 15 seconds left. Can the Knicks hold on, Gordon? They've got the ball with 15 seconds left. They better. <laughs> the Knicks, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. The Jets front office right now is saying, come on, Knicks, blow this, blow this. Let's <laughs> let, get them some of the attention, too. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Had it all the way, Larry. Oh, Gordon. Never a doubt. Gordon. Do I know my Knicks or do I not know my Knicks? Well, you definitely know the Heat. (laughs) (laughs) You called that, man. Down 21, Gordon. 21. And they come back and win by two. Oh. That's a close one. Yep. They're that still alive. So, they're, what are they, into the quarterfinals of the tournament now? I think so, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. They hold on. They hold on. We'll talk next in a couple of minutes. We, we still have to help out our Jet fans. Yeah, there's they're a lot still of them. Struggling. A lot, mm. They're still struggling. I, I got it. I got it. But, you know, we'll be turning. We can actually turn towards a winning New York team in a minute. So, we'll, we'll do that. Let's head back to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Sly's in White Plains. What's up, Sly? Gentlemen, good evening. How are you? We're good, Sly. What's going on? So, uh, you know, uh, been there all these years, had the season tickets, have been through all the heartache and all that. But I'm a fan who feels that I, I do think we've kind of gotten the schmoo off of us and have turned things around. And the one thing in this league you cannot control is injuries. And unless you're drafting guys who are chronically injured and they continue to get injured, Okay, then I would blame a GM. But if you're, you know, we have, we're starting backups to backups on the offensive line. How could we possibly have any success? And at the end of the day, as a, if you can be a rational Jet fan for a second, which is kind of hard to do because we've seen a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but if you can be a rational Jet fan for a second, you have to believe that with the way our defensive has been playing, if we had Aaron Rodgers and a solid, not the best offensive line, but a solid offensive line, which I think we could have had had everyone been healthy, we'd be talking about something very different right now. So I kind of feel like this year is a bit of a throwaway year. I know everybody's older and we're set to win for now, whatever, but we're pretty good on salary cap. 
uh, going into next year. I think we can shed, shed some dead weight. Uh, but, you know, Joe Douglas has always been the offensive and defensive lineman win games guy, which I 100% agree with. So, you know, I think if we'll probably wind up with a decent pick, go out and get some offensive linemen, you know, and let's roll it out there again next year. I think I think we got a shot at something special. We did this year, and uh, you can't control the injuries. And I hope well, you're right. Why will you be able to control the injuries next year? Mm-hmm. Well, but the point is, you can't. And if it happens okay. again well, next year, what are you going to do? Maybe so every year. That every, so, so the Jets are the only team that has injuries? It's not that they're the only team that has injuries, but they've had so many injuries along the offensive line. That it's the same guys every year that get hurt. AVT got hurt last year. Becton gets hurt all the time. I mean, understood, they, they, but the, the league wide, there is this dearth of o- offensive line talent. It's just not enough of it, right? So, well, see, here's the issue I have. Any slide. team would be struggling in this scenario. Any you're team. right. That's, any that's team a, would, you're right. But here's the issue the starters aren't that good. Thanks for the phone call, Sly. See, that's the issue. Your starters aren't that good. So even if they had, if, even if you had no injuries, this would, people were concerned about the starting line, nice. the, the, offensive the, the, line. The, the starting no offensive line included a 38-year-old in Dwayne Brown who was coming off off-season surgery who was hurt all the time. It included Makai Becton, who has played uh, coming into this year, I think one game in two years. Yeah. That was plan A. Yeah. See, that's the issue. I get what you're saying, Sly. No, you know, everybody has injuries and you can't predict them. Got it. But their starting offensive line was the question all of the camp, mm-hmm. all offseason. It was like, yep. well, you know, it was Aaron Rodgers, but because you're going to last behind this offensive line. And it was a question at the draft. It was a yeah. cool, because when they didn't take an offensive line, when that last offensive lineman went the one pick before them, mm-hmm. and then they took Will McDonald, that was an issue back then. And yeah. if you want to go to the quarterbacks, there's plenty of teams that are winning games with backup and third-string quarterback. Indianapolis lost their quarterback early on. They're winning games. The yeah. Raiders benched uh, Jimmy G. They're winning games. The Browns yeah. are doing it with a third-string quarterback. Minnesota's doing it with a backup. Uh, New Orleans has done it with losing the quarterback. So yeah. you got to have your line play. Line play is everything in the National Football League. It, it, that's one thing, Gordon. You, we could talk, and I say this all the time, and you know it. We could talk about all kinds of different schemes and, and different, you know, five wide and pony and all the other type of offenses you want to talk about. You don't have a line. You're struggling. You're struggling. You have to have foundational. You build from the line back. And they've, they've, they've tried. Listen, it's not like they, they, they have said we're not drafting resources. offensive nope. linemen. Absolutely. They have. They've drafted them over and over and Free over agency, and over trades, again. everything. Yep. They've, they've done it. Mm-hmm. He's done what he's supposed to do with the offensive lineman. He just hasn't picked the right ones. Just hasn't. Davidson Summit. What's up, David? Hey, how are you guys? Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. Um, wanted, yeah. to, wanted to tell you a quick, fun story. Instead of, I'm a huge Jets fan. we going to the games with my dad in Shea Stadium. You know, he was the one who poisoned me into becoming a Jets fan all these years. So, on a different note from a typical Jets complaining fan, I started taking my kids to Jet games. They're not, my kids are 25 and 23. When they were younger, I took them to Jets games, and after they got old enough to think for themselves, they wouldn't go anymore because the Jets were always so bad. So I used to have to pay them to go with me to a game. So each kid would get <laughs> 10 bucks when they were when they were in middle school. 
when they got to high school and college, the number went up to 20 bucks. Now my son's an investment banker, and I wanted him to go to the game today. And he said, sure, $1,000. Wow. <laughs> wow, inflation. I hope you didn't, I hope you didn't take today. that deal, David. I hope you didn't take that deal. No, no, no. I, I, didn't. I didn't listen. I'm a Jets fan a long time. It is what it is. It's entertainment. It's not life and death. Um, I feel bad for the, all the fans. But you know what? You do the best you can, and you move on. At the end of the day, when you put your hope behind a 40-year-old quarterback, and as you guys just pointed out, an offensive line that's either 38 or broken down. You know, the fact that we're putting all our hopes on Aaron Rodgers again next year, we're doing it to a guy that we have no idea if he'll even be able to run. And that's what we're putting. We've done this before. We've seen this movie with Brett Farr. Everybody forgets. Thanks for your time. All right, David. Thanks, Thanks for the David. phone call. You're right. It's true. It's the same thing. Farr got hurt. Farr, at least he played. Yeah, you were, were three that year. Until he they got were hurt, you were, you were really good. Yep. Absolutely. You know, I saw a stat, Larry, because mm-hmm. it seems like Jet fans, they're cool if Robert Sala's the one that's the fall guy, but there's still a lot of Jet fans who are like, oh, no, Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas. He's No, I don't want to get rid of Joe Douglas. I saw a stat. Dave Gettleman, in his tenure with the, with the Giants, and, mm-hmm. and, and Dave Gettleman is usually the blueprint for a bad GM. Yes. Dave Gettleman, in his years with the Giants, the Giants were 19 and 46. Ooh. A 292 winning percentage. Ooh. Joe Ooh. Douglas, in his time with the Jets, 24 and 53. His winning percentage is 312. And that was uh, from Bill Barnwell, who put that out on Twitter. Mm. So it, it's better, but it Not ain't all much. that much better. Not by much. And they both and this season ain't over yet. offensive line. <laughs> And the way this season's trending, it might have some more losses before there's going to be a whole lot more wins. Well, I mean, they're not beating Miami again. They're not beating. I don't. You, you don't have to say a thing. I get it. <laughs> they're not beating Miami, Gordon. Okay. <laughs> and and I hate to say this. Uh-huh. I don't know that they beat New England. Oh God. I don't I, know. I, I, if they How? get to the end of the season. And they s- still can't beat this Patriots team. What, what is it? 14 losses in a row? Fifth, whatever it is? Whatever it is. It's ridiculous, whatever it is. Gordon, you have to score and win. They got six more games left. If they end, oh. if they end the year on a 10-game losing streak, Larry, everybody's, everybody's got to go. Everybody's, everybody's out. out. Everybody's, everybody's out. out. Yeah, because that meant that the team is, they've lost the team. Right. That's what, it, that's what that means. They've lost the team. And let's be honest, they were lucky to win the Giant game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They were. They definitely were. You know, it was so bad today. Some people on Twitter are wondering whether or not they should go back to Zach Wilson. It wasn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the answer is, but it ain't that. No, wasn't that bad. No, wasn't that bad. Let let me try something I haven't seen. Right. Let me try Simeon. Don't make the same mistakes. Make new mistakes. Make fresh mistakes. Yeah, let me see Simeon at least. Right. Why not? How much worse can it get? And, And I think... And to be honest, I think the only reason that they went with Boyle was if this was this week, I think Boyle would have had a uh, Simeon would have had a chance to start. If they had pulled Zach this week, Gordon, mm-hmm. and now you've got the extra day going to yeah. next week, that's why I against think Atlanta, mm-hmm. I think then you got it, then you go to Simeon. That, that that would be my guess. But uh, you know, listen, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. I mean, I would think Boyle would go next week, but. I mean, they, they they don't have a chance to win. 
they're not going to the playoffs, Gordon. What 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 sense of urgency is there to change the quarterback again? I don't know. Is there a sense of urgency uh, to change I would him think again? That the, the sense of urgency is we got to make this look a little bit better because this is not this is not the Giants who are in year two and we knew it was a long term rebuild. For Joe Douglas, this is year five. This is yep. year five, and as of right now, there are only two teams in the AFC who are worse than the Jets: the Patriots, who beat the Jets, and the mm. Titans. Do the Jets play the Titans this year? I hope not, because Levis would kill them. I think Levis. No, they would... do not play the, the Dolphins. Right. Play the Titans. I know that. Right. Uh, the Jets do not play the Titans this year. No. Nope. But that, they don't. <laughs> I would think that even for Joe Douglas, they're going to need some wins here to show that this is I mean, right track, wrong track kind of thing. Yeah. And see, here's the crazy thing: they're both going into their last season under contract. Douglas going into year six. Mm-hmm. Salah going in, into year five. I mean, if it doesn't get better, I mean, Woody would no Salah would be going into. It, wouldn't that be year four for him? I think, right? Because he's been here three four. years. Right. Yeah, which, see, remember he had the extra year of, of right. Gase. Right, it seems longer. Uh, I know to him it does. <laughs> <laughs> Every week it seems longer and longer. Oh my gosh! Oh man! But Douglas going into the sixth year. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to depend how this thing winds up. Because as it seems right now, it seems kind of hard if, if you're not scoring touchdowns. Yeah. I, I, it's going to be interesting. That's all I got to say. It's going to be interesting. As are your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Hey, Larry, the Michael K. Show holiday party returns Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island, with plenty of giveaways for fans in attendance, including ticket packages from the Jets, Knicks, Rangers, and Islanders, plus special guest appearances by Amani Toomer, Rick DiPietro, and a whole lot more. So mark your advent calendars and get ready to spread some holiday cheer at the Michael K. Show holiday party Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. It's brought to you by the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season, Security Dodge. Visit mm. securitydodge.com and come get some selection and benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. He's Gordon Damer. I'm Larry Hardesty. It's ESPN New York tonight on 987 ESPN. Head back to the phones, talking to some Jets. Jarrett is in Jersey. Jarrett, you're next on 987. Hey, guys. Good to talk to you again. Uh, it's been a rough day for me um, and a lot of my fans, but I, I'm, I'm actually ready to move on from Robert Sala, and I have legitimate reasons why. Um, I told the screener, you know, I look for three qualities in a head coach, accountability, discipline, and obviously the player's reaction to the culture that they're trying to build there. Um, I think Robert Sala has failed on all three parts of this and um, I know a lot of people are coming up with excuses as to, you know, well, it's not his fault. You know, it's more of Joe Douglas and the personnel that he's bringing in, which is definitely true. Um, but I, I, I've seen enough. Uh, I'm seeing Todd Bowles again here. Um, you know, you look at Dan Campbell, a lot of people were looking to kind of, believe it or not, a lot of Detroit fans weren't sold on him. But if you look at him as a head coach, uh, even though they lost yesterday, 
there's accountability, there's discipline, and the players are buying into what he's doing. Um, I think Robert Sala has failed at doing that. Even in Hard Knocks, if you watch a couple of these episodes, you can kind of see a small power struggle happening between Aaron Rodgers and Robert Sala. It's not, you know, blasting in everyone's faces, but if you really look within the lines, you can see it. Um, He's not holding anybody accountable. And, you know, sadly, I hate to say this as well because I was very excited for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is holding this team hostage. There's no way that Nathaniel Hackett is still our offensive coordinator. When the Steelers fired Matt Canada, firing a coach for the first time since 1941, and statistically he was better, I just don't understand how something that was so good has become a toxic environment. And uh, I'm ready to move on, guys. I don't know if you agree with me, but I'm definitely ready to move on from Robert Sala. I've had enough. And two quick points. Um, please stop comparing the Brett, uh, not you guys, but fans are comparing the Brett Favre scenario to Aaron Rodgers. Brett Favre used us to get to Minnesota uh, to play for Minnesota because Green Bay wasn't going to trade with the mm-hmm. division. Right. We didn't buy in to Aaron Rod- uh, Brett Favre the way we bought in uh, to Aaron Rodgers. And secondly, Joe Douglas has a terrible history of drafting and signing players with, you know, I know everyone in the NFL is injury, uh, injured, but he does have a history of signing players or drafting players with heavy injury histories. So, I, you know, as a Jets fan, we have one good skill, and that's seeing what a bad coach is. And Robert Sala has failed as a head coach, and I want to hear your point on that. All right, Jared, thanks for the phone call. Gordon, I hear what he's saying. And I'm not sitting here saying that uh, Robert Sala is the perfect head coach. Okay, I'm not saying that. But Gordon, I don't know. With with this exact same situation, right? The exact same situation. How many coaches are going to succeed in this? In with this? How many? Yeah. I mean, now if you're telling me another head coach has more power. Okay, then, yeah, you can make some changes. Then you fire the offensive coordinator or you, whatever you have to do. But under this, under this same situation, does Dan Camp, is Dan Campbell winning under this situation? With the offense not scoring? I mean, the offense is not scoring. I get what you're saying about, you know, discipline and the turnovers and the penalties. I grant you, yes, that happens. Yes, he needs to do a better job with that. But, uh, but... Is this a much better team under anybody else coaching? Once again, Gordon, they're not scoring. So how do you how, how do you how do you win? How are you competitive if your offense doesn't put points on the board? Yeah, and the best thing that Robert Sala can say is, "Well, I don't really have my hand in the offense." But is that really a good defense? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. and and at this point, I think his record now is fifteen and thirty mm-hmm. as a head coach. Yeah, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a coach who is at 15 and 30 and it's not pointing in the right direction and he's going to get another shot. Right. Like Zach Taylor with the Bengals got off to a really bad start. First year, they only won two games. The second year, they only won four games. But the third year, they won 10. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Jets right now, and again, it's going to depend on how this season ends. If there's, right. a, if there's another twist or turn where the Jets win a couple of games, okay, fine, that, that, that leads me to believe 
they'll they'll brush it away as we lost Rodgers four plays in. Mm-hmm. But if they end the season on a ten game losing skid, yeah, no, he's not coming. He's on. not coming back. No, there's no question. If if, if they don't win, he's not coming back. And, I would and, think the best thing he has going – really the question is not should they get rid of Robert Sala because it doesn't really seem like whatever is going to be it, – it, it just kind of feels like he's a guy there. It's not like he's really doing anything to get this point in the right direction. The question to me is, all right, you get rid of Sala. That's easy. Who's the head coach? Yeah. Because it seems like there's really only two candidates. One of them is the offensive coordinator. Right. And, you can't do that. I don't even think the can't Jets do that. Can't do could, could make the offensive coordinator the new head coach. So if you you're right it. with uh, Jeff Ulbrich being the, the new head coach because he's the, the, the guy who's running the defense, okay. I, I don't know that that's really going to fix the issues either. To me right either. now, it's a talent issue. It is. It is. Now he's got, once again, Salah has his flaws in it. There's no question mm-hmm. about it. But here's what we know, Gordon. Salah's going before Douglas's. Oh, no question. Salas is going, Salah, Salah's going before Douglas. Mm-hmm. No question. And they will find another coach. And then, you know, with the understanding that you can't change the offensive coordinator, but you can make other changes. Probably. Probably. That's what they would say. But wh- whatever coach you're bringing in here, the offense is almost like it's... It, it's, it's still the issue. It's still hands-off. It's, it's going to be hands-off because Rodgers is going to be running the show. And the call, I don't remember the caller's name, but he was right. The reason why Tim Boyle's here is because Rodgers is oh, here. No question. The reason Zach Wilson's still here is because Rodgers wanted to do That's right. Lazard, Cobb, all, all these them. moves. Yep. Yep. Hackett. Oh, clearly. You know, same. That's the reason. Greg's in Oceanside. What's up, Greg? Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. I mean, come on. How many times are we going to do this? This is ridiculous already. I mean, this is just horse poop. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just spent two, two, two hours walking from home, and you're going to be like, well, why didn't you take an Uber? Because I was too busy drinking myself to death with this horse poop that works. This is, this is garbage. I, I'm sorry, guys. This is just got to stop. Well, Greg, um, thanks for the phone call. I'm sorry that you're struggling, but this is fans venting about what's going on with yeah. their team. No, I get it. And you're right. It is we we will come on until something changes with the offense. We will come on here, all of us here on 98.7 ESPN from morning till night, and Gordon will end up saying the same thing. We'll be trying to come up with situations and, and ideas to try to change it. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is – it keeps happening over and over and over again. Well, I will say this as a, as a talk. I, I know there's a, there is a portion of our audience and has felt this way for a very long time. Even before the Rogers decision came down, you guys are doing too much on the jets. I'm sick about hearing about the jets, mm-hmm. tired of hearing about the jets. Well, good news. We're going to start filtering away from the jets. If this continues to go on, because there's not going to be anything new to to really discuss. They keep going out and losing every single week. The only thing the Jets have to do to get us to start to ignore them is to stop hitting a new rock bottom. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it seems like every single week the Jets are coming up like you watch it and you're like, well, it can't get any worse than this. And then you watch the next game and somehow it is worse. So if they just go out there and now just lose games randomly, you know, three, five, seven points, whatever. 
we're going to start to focus more on the Knicks or the baseball yes. free agency or maybe the Giants mm-hmm. get a hot streak. I don't know. We will start to do that. But yep. until the Jets have to stop putting up stinkers like they put up today. Yeah. And once again, you know, it's a divisional opponent. It, it's the first Black Friday. It's a story. Oh, absolutely. It's a this story. This was the game today, right? You know, it was the only game in town. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Everybody's talking about this game. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Across the country. It's the only football game going on. Joey's in Jersey. What's up, Joey? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Joey. Hey, how you doing? We're good. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm thanks for taking my call, first off. What you got? Um, when are we gonna petition and or start some type of GoFundMe to 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 fuel somebody to get Woody Johnson to finally sell this team? Never, uh, because yeah, that's not, not giving it up, Joey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I need to go fund me. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Please explain to me. Never, never. Well, so we, we don't. You know how much the Jets sell for it, Joey? Sexist, and then we can come together and get them to sell the team like we do everybody else and everything else. Well, the, the, I mean, the, the owner, the, the owner is not really an interesting conversation because the owner is not going to sell the team. You it's can't force the owner. That, you know, the head coach, we can he yell and scream, and, and they'll get fired. He's decisions about these Jets, and he has no responsibility. Are you kidding me? He's the owner. Yeah, he gets to do whatever he wants. He can run the organization into the ground okay. if he wants no, to. He okay, owns so it. So then we need to start a, ba- a boycott Jets and see if we hurt No, him. I would say, you know what you should do? If you really feel that way, root for another team. He owns the team. There's nothing yep. you can do to get him to stop owning the team. So the only thing you can control is your own actions. So I would say find another team. Where was this defense for Donald Sterling then? Well, Donald Sterling was a totally different issue. He went on a private conversation unknowingly (laughs) and said something. Joey, you're spiraling, buddy. You're you're spiraling. Joey, you know it's not the same. (laughs) Come on, Joey. (laughs) You know it's not the same thing. (laughs) That's what bargaining looks like. Like when you go through the the stages of grief, that's what bargaining looks like. Well, we can get Woody Johnson to sell the team because they got they forced the okay. Unbelievable. Okay, I would say, look, and there's a lot of fans that feel that way, and I yeah. think what you learned today was I think one of the reasons why they didn't want to move off Zach Wilson is now because uh, Joe Douglas realizes we're not going to be yelling and screaming about Tim Boyle. We're now going to be looking at the GM. Mm-hmm. But if you feel so strongly about the owner and the owner and the owner. The only thing you can do is find another team to root for. That would be your best avenue to go down. Yeah. If you're mad as hell and you can't take it anymore, that's what you have at your disposal. And um, who's getting the money from the GoFundMe? Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. <laughs> you know, like, do you realize how much these teams go for? I would think that the Jets, if the Jets were to be sold, I mean, roughly $5 billion? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Roughly. Yeah, roughly. That's a lot of GoFundMe. You'd be yeah. funding me for a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no Groupon for that, buddy. Nope. Nope. Gordon, will look at the Knicks, who had a big win at the Garden. Team. Yeah. We'll turn our attention towards them. I understand, Jeff fans, if you want to still call in, you can do that. Giant fans, understand your thought process about the game coming up against, you know, your former defensive coordinator. Bill Belichick in, in New England, whom you own in, in postseason play. But we want to talk next as well. 1-800-919-3776. That's next on 98.7 ESPN.